You're listening to Get With The Program, hosted by Pilar Adams. Get With The Program is a series, aka a conversation with myself, dedicated to storytelling, my sometimes arrogant opinions, and everything in between. Rest assured, we'll talk all about real life and culture, iconic moments, pet peeves, and some serious tea with P will be spilled. Rise and shine, GWTP fam. Am I ever excited for today's recording? What else is new? But it is Hallow Weekend, as if this year could not get any spookier. It's the second full moon of the month. Apparently, this is referred to as the blue moon, and the earth is ascending for the first time in years whatever that means. But let's just hope that we're only going up from here. If this blue moon could bring some serious light into the world, we'll take it. All of it, okay? Guys, if you have not been listening to Ari's Positions album on repeat, go do that now. Right now, okay? I'd say my top three tracks at this point in time are POV, Just Like Magic, and 34 plus 35. I also love West Side, and obviously, Off the Table with the Weekend is like, I just, I have no words. I'm speechless. Okay? Now let's get into the episode. So tis the season, you've obviously gathered from the title, that we are talking about ghosting. Ghosting is on our radar. Have I ever been ghosted? Yes. Have I ever ghosted someone else? Yes. So I am guilty, and I am an example, and I'm going to change my ways. (laughs) And so should you. So the top definition for ghosting, obviously from our trusted source, Urban Dictionary, it is referred to as when someone cuts off all communication with their friends or the person they're dating with zero warning or notice beforehand. That's what gets me, the zero warning or notice. Then it goes on to say, you'll most likely see them avoiding friends' phone calls, social media, and avoiding them in public. It's so unfortunate because I genuinely believe that ghosting is such a constant pattern in dating today. I think specifically for millennials, if you are an older gen and this is something that you don't really experience, I'm happy for you because that means open communication is being prioritized. And that's the purpose behind this episode. It's that you and I learn together just how detrimental ghosting can be on someone's psychological state and how we need to move away from that, even though it's become so normalized in 2020. I saw this little series on Instagram about why dating as a millennial is, quote-unquote, so messed up. Facts. And there were two points that they made that really stood out to me. So the first being, we are in a competition of who can care less. Showing actual emotions is frowned upon. If we show our cards and act like we're interested, 
it leaves the person we're affectionate about turned off and running in the opposite direction instead of being flattered that we actually care about them. So nobody risks being vulnerable and open. Holy shit, do I ever feel victimized. (laughs) And I've always been the one I'm like, show that you care less so that they chase a little bit more. And it's just, it's weird. I have a really tough time with this pull push game because sometimes when I do actually be vulnerable, it doesn't work the way that I want it to. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. It just means that that person ain't right for you. Am I right? So let's break this down even more. I find that even when I am interested in someone, I am forcing myself to hold back because ultimately I'm scared of rejection. Right. And that's what ghosting is. You've been blatantly rejected with absolutely no explanation. S.M.H. But I think this is something that is rooted in unfulfilled promises as well. It's being led on to believe that this person who just ghosted you was actually interested in getting to know you more, right? So I think for everyone listening, if you're on a date or you've been dating someone for a little while and you know it's not going anywhere, that also doesn't mean that everything needs to go somewhere. You're not just always in it for the long haul, right? I think getting older, I prioritize a more long-term relationship and someone who's going to be there for me rather than just a one and done. I mean, depending on our state of mind and what we're looking for at that time, sometimes you do just want a fun fling that has no expectations, that has no restrictions or boundaries for you. And you've both discussed this so the terms are equal and we're both on the same page. And I think that's where the misalignment comes from when you're not on the same page as someone else. So for example, I go on a date, I think it's going super well, then he ghosts me. But during that date, he's talking about all of our future plans, how we're going to go to a drive-in next week, how we should go here together, how he wants to take me to this restaurant. Dude, you don't need to say those things. You know, like that's not enhancing the date. That's just leading me to believe that you're more interested than you actually are. So gentlemen, and ladies for that matter, please stop making promises you know you can't keep, okay? You don't need to say these things in person. It's not necessary. If anything, it is leading to emotional destruction. Yes, I went as far as using that term. The second point that was made was, Ghosting and unclear intentions are too normalized. So I've just touched on this, but it goes on to say, when we've lost interest, we simply stop responding. We don't need to tell them. We're left constantly wondering where relationships are headed, if anywhere, and plague ourselves with wondering if we're wasting our time. No one is clear about their intentions. Some lie uh about their intentions entirely, just to have their ego stroked for a while. So be fucking rude and stop lying, okay? Because it's like if I'm on a date with someone and they are going off about all these things that we're going to do together, these unfulfilled promises, yada, yada, yada. And it's like even if I'm not fully interested in that person, 
my mind subconsciously begins toying with the ideas that they've just introduced, right? So it's like, then I never hear from you again. My brain is a little confused, right? And it just leaves even a quote-unquote confident person questioning everything about their character. Like, that's whack. And I think that's the biggest issue with ghosting. It's not an attack on the person who ghosted you. Yes, I'm irritated with you and I probably hate you. But I hate myself more. Because then I'm thinking about why you ghosted me. Why you stopped answering me. Then I hyperanalyze. I start saying, oh my God, why did I say that out loud on our date? Do you think that offended him? Your brain goes off. Is it just me? (laughs) No, no, no. And then it's like when that person stops messaging you, you're like, oh, like did they lose their phone? Are they here? Oh, he did say he was going to his family's today. That's why he's not answering. You start making excuses for that person. Stop justifying other people's lack of action. If that's what you're taking from this episode, I'll say it again. Stop justifying people's lack of action to make yourself feel better. Because at the end of the day, sometimes we have to just swallow the fact that that person doesn't want to be with us. Okay, great. They weren't meant to be in my life anyways. I'm happy that I found out sooner rather than later. But yeah, I'm still going to be a little upset. And that's okay. Let your feelings feel, right? I'm so good at discrediting my feelings and shoving shit under the rug. And I'm learning that that just leads to resentment and that ain't healthy. Okay, so I'm happy I'm in this with you. We are in it together. Let's make communication a better practice in our lives, especially in dating. We're preaching this idea of open communication, yet we can't even tell someone we're not interested in them after meeting them for two hours. Like, just say it. Oh, let's talk about timeline, okay? So obviously, I think ghosting after a first date is still shitty, but you know what's worse? Being ghosted after like over a month of seeing each other. And this hasn't happened to me firsthand, but I've seen it time and time again. And you are such a coward if you don't have the balls to be like, listen, I had fun with you, but I'm I'm moving on. You know, like, I don't know however you want to say it or if you need to say I'm getting back with my ex, not encouraging you to lie, but definitely encouraging you to use your words, use your agency to have the decency to say to someone that you've literally just been having sex with, going on dates with for over four weeks. Can you just say, listen, we had such a great time, but I need to work on myself and I don't think we can keep seeing each other. Like, I will have so much more respect for you. Yeah, I may not like hearing that, but I will respect you so much more versus you just falling off the face of the earth and then me needing to avoid the hell out of you on King Street West. (laughs) You know, all my Toronto peeps are really feeling that jab hard. I know I did. So finally, I think this leads me to... A more uplifting, realistic note about managing your expectations. 
So I like to go into first dates by not expecting much from the person that I'm going on the date with. Because at that point in time, I don't know them. They don't know me. And people would like to say that they don't owe you anything. Vice versa. So I think vocalizing what it is that you want is important. I don't think this needs to happen on the first date. But for example, if a guy that I've just gone out with is really looking for something casual, I can pick up on that vibe. But because of all these tactics and games that we like to play, it's kind of nice for someone to just say, listen, I don't want you to have the expectation that I'm looking to be in a relationship because right now I'm just looking to have fun and get my dick wet point blank. I'd be like, oh, okay. Thanks for being honest. And then if I'm like, you know what? I can actually accept the fact that I'm down to just sleep with this person and let that be all that it is. Okay, let's do that. And then when we need to have another conversation about what this is, then we can take it from there. But that is the ultimate purpose, major key here. Using your words to express what it is that you want or that you expect or what you're looking to achieve. Not that we always need to achieve something in a relationship, but often it is nice to have goals and nice to identify them from the start. Because when you just say, I don't really care, eh, that can really only go on for so long. And that's me speaking from experience. And men, if you just want to sleep with the girl that you're going for drinks with, say that you're looking for something casual before manipulating them into nice dining experiences with you and weekend trips pre-COVID. And then you finally have sex with them and then you peace. It's like, ugh, like you can have sex with anyone. Like don't toy with me, you little twat. (laughs) I think that just goes to say like don't treat me like your wife if I am just your back burner bae that is so not fair and I know men particularly speaking from experience can talk that talk so if commitment scares you all I ask is that you use your words And I will use mine too. Because naturally, this is just the segue to trust issues. And no one wants trust issues going into what's supposed to be a healthy relationship when you finally find that person that you've agreed upon to make something work. And they're not going to ghost you. I mean, you never know. This is why I trust no one. (laughs) Me going backhanded into the commentary that I've just made. But naturally... We have trust issues as millennials because of these ghosting tactics and whatever else people are using to manipulate the situation so that they win. I don't like that. So if we can all just be more communicative, is that a word? Be more communicative. Stop leading people on. Have the decency at the very least, to tell someone that you're not interested and move the fuck on. Yes, it's an awkward conversation, but you know what's worse? Just leaving that person on red, okay? So stop ghosting and start normalizing communication. 
I'd also just like to point out that ghosting is so selfish because it's like just because you don't care doesn't mean that you can make the assumption that the other person doesn't care, right? All right, GWTP fam, this was a fired up epi. I'm so excited to keep the conversation going. I hope you all have an incredible week. Thank you so much for listening to another ep of Get With The Program. You can find me on the gram at P Adams, P-E-E-A-D-A-M-S. And you know what to do. Rate the pod five stars or bust. (laughs) I'm out.